0: Big thanks to the sponsor of this week's podcast now, where you can watch The Last of Us streaming every single Monday. In fact, there was an unreal episode on yesterday featuring Nick Offerman as the survivalist Bill, making a very strong case for the old doomsday prepper game. You know, um, oh, my God, I hope the world doesn't end. I am realised this morning how comfortable I am. I was sitting there, right? And it was January and I was eating mango for breakfast, watching Dune on my phone. And I'm like, this is how much more cushy could I have? it? Please don't everyone die. But look, thanks very much for sponsoring this podcast. And now, on with the show. On the U T V. How's things? How are you doing? I I tell you how my day started. I have a bit of vomit on my leg. I found a bit of baby puke on my leg. That's how my day started. I was thinking, oh is that chalk? Is that a bit of chalk? Maybe was like nope, that's puke. And I'm walking around with it and you can see it. Alright? I'm kinda of like Gigi Allen like that. Just fucking bit of puke on me. He's kind of the Gigi Allen of dads. Why is that? Because he's a hard rocking influential uh punk. Um, no, because he got a bit of vomit on his leg. Yeah. Um, of all the things, I've already done this. I've ranked the things in order: pee, poop, vomit, blood, semen. Um, in you know in in order of preference. <laughs> I've talked about this already, right? So you already know what I'd most of all of them. If I had to have something on my leg, what I'd have on my leg, right? um and reader he won't believe what's number one it's piss and um so i have a bit of vomit on my leg but that's just fine i'm in this kind of hazy phase right now and that's just the kind of it's kind of this you know new parent um or new baby glow right where everything's a big fog you know (sighs) and you're kind of on a boat but you can see the light you can see the light it's faint it's faint. And it's just a bit of fog. But you just got to trust the process that the light is getting a bit, cl- a bit bigger, right? And the fog is clearing. And then before you know it, there's a gorgeous siren on the rock calling you, beckoning you, to get you out of the fog. And she is, the muse as well. <laughs> but I'm, not, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not in that right now. I beat myself up a lot when Sonny was born. Why am I doing that? Uh, why am I in the process of getting the Golden Globe? <laughs> uh, because you have poop on your hand. Right now. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, that's 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 just what you're in. So, what I am doing, based on a suggestion from associate producer of this very pod, Ben Clifford. He said, Tony, do you know what? You're always wanting to give life advice. How about uh, you tell people how they can break their habits, right? You know, I have, as you know, I have a, I have a kind of a food habit, right? I have, a, I have all the habits, right? I, I smoke when I drink, right? Um, I drink like a very thirsty man when I'm excited. That's a habit. I pick at my face, right? I, or no, I pick at my mustache quite a lot. That's why I trim down my beard, right? I um, tittle myself. I'm very tactile, right? If there's a habit, I got it, right? But I, a lot of the time, can't give myself the advice that I would give someone else. So allow me to live vicariously through you and break your habits, mate. I'm going to be like Bane, and your habit will be the bat, and I will break him on my knee. um, Break his back, make him humble. Um, So, I've I've read a lot of books about habits, right? I have downloaded Habit Apps, Habit Hat. Um, (laughs) Oh, I get that now. Habit Hat. (laughs) That's good. That's funny because they wear a habit. Anyway, look, um, I've read a lot of books on habits. I've listened to hundreds of hours of Tony Robbins, I've listened to Brian Tracy. I've read Zig Ziglar. I have read, um, you know, the the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Right. I've read Atomic Habits by James Clear. I have read The Power of Habits by Charles Duhigg. Right. That's his name. Sounds like Palpatine saying, "Do it, Duhigg." Right. I've read all that. What have I implemented? I would say, fucking one percent, mate. I am the I am the one percent of uh, I have diluted. All of that into like 1%. I walk around with a general idea. I try and stay positive about work, right? Um, I try and stay and I try and visualize things. I try and just take actionable steps on things, book something in advance before it's ready. You know what I mean? Um, So I kind of like do some of this shit, right? But I'm very good at telling other people what they should do. Do I apply? Do I do it? No. I don't even brush my teeth the same time every day, right? I don't. Um, I brush my teeth and then maybe half an hour later, I might put deodorant on. Do you know what I mean? Like mad shit. I shower, honestly, at a completely different time every two days. A completely different time. Not even within two hours. I might. It might be you know, ten a.m. one morning, right? It might be then you know, nine p.m. another day. All fucking over the place. But I'm in the fog. I'm in the fog, right? And I can see the light. Um, So I'm all over the place with my habits. So take what I'm saying with a little pinch of salt, right? Of sal, as they say in España, right? So um, I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you some, maybe some radical things you can do. And then something a bit more realistic that I've also learned on my journey, in my travels, of becoming a professional habit breaker. But here are some. And I'm going to keep you guys anonymous. I'm gonna start with an easy one here, right? Um, I was gonna say their name, and I I immediately forgot that I was gonna keep these anonymous. One says, "Forgetting people's birthdays." Please, Tony, help me. Okay, this is what you do, right? Um, Darren Brown had a technique for memory, okay, and the technique was when you're trying to memorize someone's name, you meet the person, okay. Maybe their uh, their name is uh, Gary, okay, Gary, and they're saying hi. I'm Tony, and I have a bad habit, right, of when I meet someone, I'm so preoccupied of how I'm making my name sound because I want it to sound good coming out my mouth that when they tell me their name, I don't even doesn't even go in because I'm so focused on say it, Tony. You know, hey, my name's Tom. I'm like, how am I going to sound? Because I kind of live in my own kind of like main character fantasy all the time. Right. So I find it hard to actually speak to people and even communicate on a level with anyone else other than myself because my ego. Right. But when someone meets me and they say, hi, my name's Gary. I'm He says, say it again out loud. Gary. Gary. Because the first step is actually trying to just remember. I know this isn't the question that you asked, but I'm going to re- relate this technique to the birthday thing. Right. Um. So you say Gary, right? Then you think of someone you know with that same name, right? So Gary Ash's rival from Pokemon, and I project them onto you in a split second, right as easy as as I can. and then I have to picture the new Gary and Pokemon Gary either in a very violent or sexy situation, right So maybe maybe Pokemon Gary is putting a little pokeball playing with your little pokeballs, right. This Gary jocks you, Gary, and starts playing with your little pokeballs. Right, that's what I see, and then I'm like, "Oh fuck! How would I ever forget that guy's called Gary?" Right, that would be the situation in that, and I'd always remember. With, say if it's Gary's birthday, right, and you you know that it is um on the like the twenty second of uh July, right? So two two, right, and then July will be like on a hot Hot month, the hottest month, right? So whatever you would relate to July, which would be for me the hottest month, okay, I would picture your mate in a fucking tutu on the beach, sweating in a real sexy way. Your mate, even if they're a dude, hopefully if they're a dude, I would never objectify a woman like that in my mind, right? So I don't know, maybe like sixteen, you know, um, you might just think, um, the movie Sixteen Candles, right? Uh, Molly Ringwald kissing your man over the cake right maybe you're kissing your mate over the cake in 16 16 candles and then whatever September 9-11's happening in the background alright so for if it's a 16th of September you're kissing uh, your mate over a cake with 16 candles on it from the movie 16 candles and outside the window and I can't believe you're not reacting to this but for some reason you're not the second tower has been hit Try it, okay? Before you knock it, try it. Or get a fucking calendar, you clown. Just get a fucking calendar and write down the calendar, right? I'm surprised how few people actually, if you don't have a reason to do it, like I suppose if you just go to work and you come home from work, there's no reason for you to have a fucking calendar, right? But if there's a way of integrating just, if it really, really matters to you, then when someone tells you their birthday, just try and remember to write it down right? And you'll, you're not going to remember that, right? It's um, David Allen from Getting Things Done says that ideas, So the brain is for, is for having ideas, not for storing information, right? So you need to have some sort of exterior system for memorizing stuff. And the best way to do that would probably be to have a Google Calendar which is free. Um, Facebook used to remind you of all this stuff and that was great. You were on Facebook every day. Now that's kind of gone. So if it's really important to you, Find the birthdays, migrate them over, um, or go through, like, a group WhatsApp when people have said happy birthday. And then the ones that are the most important, just put them in a little calendar or just set annual. You can send annual email reminders to yourself to let you know that kind of stuff. There are tech ways to do it. I can't stop eating sausage rolls from the Spar Deli, bro. Bro, I feel you. I feel you. I love you. I see you. I see you. Okay? I get it. And you know what? I know I know. I know. Most of the time, are they even fucking good? And you probably walk by, and if it's a good day, you look like they're, they're fresh, and you're like, oh, today's a good day. And then you're like, on the other days, you look at them, and they look like shite, but you're going to get them anyway, and that's a bad day. That's a bad day when you're looking at them, and they're like, it's all fucking crust. And you're like checking yourself, seeing if there's any fucking crumbs on you. I see you, and I love you. Okay? So let's think. Sausage roll. You need to be repulsed by sausage rolls, okay? And I don't know if this is a thing where you, do you know what you might have to do? How much are you willing to spend on breaking this habit? Okay, let's say if you're spending them, if you're buying a sausage roll, if you're spending two euro a day on sausage rolls, all right, 700 quid, Mm, No, it's not. I mean, why are you cutting weekends there? How many weekdays are there? Say it's 500 quid, right? 500 quid on sausage rolls a day. Would you be willing to spend 500 quid to stop eating the sausage rolls? Now, keep in mind, you're going to be banking that 500 quid after you take this this step. Okay? So, it's a one-time purchase of 500 quid. You need to go on done deal, and you need to try and find a gigolo. Right? An old gigolo. An old man. Some lad who's been in the game for a long time, not a good-looking guy, not like Richard Gear. And you need to have him. And I'm sorry about this. You're going to have to wrap his. You're going to have ask him to wrap some pastry around his, his his lad, his Johnson, right? And have him come over to the gaff, pay him 500 quid, have him wrap pastry around his Johnson, his Willie, right? And have so his little nib sticking at the top of the pastry. Okay. And you have to kiss that. <laughs> you have to kiss that. Because I tell you. When you feel. The cold. um Touch of his foreskin on a bit of your lip. You'll never eat a fucking sausage roll again. Okay. Now that's. So that's 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 the crazy that's the mad one, right? But I promise you, you never have a sausage roll again if you saw the little nib right in there, right? Or maybe you're into it. Maybe all of a sudden now you're you can't eat anything but sausage rolls. But like I, I used to love eating steak Diane. My mum would make me the steak Diane. She'd buy this little homemade steak Diane, reheat it in the oven, right? And I used to eat it all the time. Then one time, I got sick. Steak Diane on my jacket. And I couldn't clean it off the jacket. And something about the image of the Steak Diane kind of mashed into the kind of stretchy kind of like waist of my bomber jacket. I'll never eat Steak Diane again. So something like that. Maybe mine was a bit drastic. Maybe mine was a bit extreme. But maybe something like that. Do you know what I mean? Or what you could do. uh, Go somewhere else. Go to a different shop. Look, um, if you're like I, I'm hooked on McDonald's, right, when I drop my young fella to his granny's, sometimes, right? There's a McDonald's there. I know that when I pull out that drive, right, if I go right, I'm heading towards McDonald's. If I go left out that drive, I'm not. I'm not going near the McDonald's, okay? And sometimes I fool myself. I'm just gonna go right and just go around that way, right? If I'm turning right, at the impetus of the idea of going to the McDonald's, it needs to be snuffed out. At the impetus of the of the of the action it needs to be stopped. It's the same way that an affair begins with the text it doesn't begin with the suggestion to meet up it doesn't begin it doesn't happen when you go into go to a room with someone it doesn't go it, it, you know you're not fucking stupid you know what i mean you know you know you know where things are going if you ever do it right if you ever take a step in the direction of something right it's gonna be much harder to pivot out of it right so uh same with sausage rolls you might have to just go to Centrum or go somewhere else you know, if you work in Spar, I don't know your whole story. Then you might just have to get the old lad to put his fucking cock in some pastry. Next. Wanking when I'm bored. Okay. Okay. Look, I asked for habits. There's some, you know, there's some raunchy stuff in here. Okay. Look, I understand where you're coming from. Anonymous, who I actually know who you are. You dirty fucker, right? Um, Wanking when you're bored. Look, T. Davis had his phases, you know. Um, You know, I've... I fapped okay um in fact when I went when I moved to Dublin and was still working remotely to a London office um a fellow sales manager was like you know so look best look and the last thing he said to me was and uh, please please don't wank the company away you know and oh <laughs> you know I almost did I almost did I touched the void right because everything's there for you right but here's my here's my wild idea all right um, have a big wank. What? How? I'm, I'm trying to stop wanking. You're telling me to have a big wank. Have a big wank, right? A big planned wank on a Friday. No, do you know what? Wednesday, wanking Wednesdays. Okay, phones on silent, right? Uh, you already know. You've already done a, maybe a bit of kind of curatorial work about what you're going to watch, right? You've bought new pajamas, all right? You've got like elaborate lube, right? Elaborate lube, okay, and so you know that on the Monday and Tuesday, you're like, "I won't because it's coming up on Wednesday, right, and then um and then you probably will hopefully be spent on Thursday, Friday, maybe have another one lined up on Sunday, saucy Sundays, you know, get that um when you can enjoy that kind of morning wood, you know what I mean, I'm sorry if this has been a bit graphic or whatever it has been very graphic, I'm sorry about this. But um, this is what I would say. I would plan a big elaborate wank. Don't have a wank being an afterthought. Make it special and know that you need the reserves for it to be good. And that way, you know, you're just not, um, you know, spouting dust. Do you know what I mean? With the greatest respect, you don't be spouting dust every day, you know? You want to remember what it is. You're a fertile little young fella. Come on. And I know it's going to sound fucking creepy. Come on. Remember, fuck, remember having a fucking wank when you were 17? Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just feel young again. Know that by doing this, you're going to feel young, rejuvenated. Let's get those fucking bollocks working overtime. Come on. You remember Remember those fucking wanks you had when you were 17? All right? Go back to that. You're still young. And you still got something to offer when it comes to wanking. Right? So know that, have a big, elaborate wank on a Wednesday, every Wednesday, right? And as obviously I know you, I won't text you on Wednesdays, you know? And maybe just, maybe spice it up, maybe remember what you got into the game. Maybe you to remember what you got into the game. Like, put something on that you maybe have, watch fucking Species. Watch the flick Species, you know? And like, rewind and fast forward past the bits just to get to the good bits, you know what I mean? Back when you, back when you were hungry for the game. Back when you were fucking hungry for the game, what were you doing? This is like when Rocky goes back, you know, and starts punching meat, <laughs> beating meat in the freezer. That's what you need to do. Back in the fucking game, remember why you got in this game. Watch, Try and watch a, an old episode of Eurotrash, right? Try watch, watch Christina Aguilera's Dirty. Remember why you fell in love with this awful habit. <laughs> remember why you got into it. Make it special, you know? Maybe, you know, play some music that you listened to when you were 17, you know. I got your picture, I'm coming with you, dear Maria, count me in. You know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever you feel. I, you know, I might have out with you now because of your emo-ness. But, um, and that's the elaborate idea, right? The other idea is you're, you are anxious. You're anxious. That's why you wank. You are anxious. You wank because you're anxious. And it's a real, it's a way of uh, maintaining control in a situation of something that you know exactly what it's a predictable outcome and it's a predictable feeling and it's everything in your control at that moment. It is a way of you and you do shut things out and focus directly on the act for a moment and you're addicted to that. So, um, like Louis CK had this thing where he was on Mark Maron. I mean, he's a fucking champion. He's a notorious wanker, right? and he was on Mark Maron, he told this story about how he was like feeling, he always had this anxious and this anxiety and he would just like do things like he would go and just like he bought like this tuba or this saxophone, right? Big ornate saxophone that he spent like, you know, a few months wages on. And then he was feeling really anxious about buying the saxophone and he went to a nudie booth to jerk off. Sorry, this is gross. Gr- I'm sorry this is gross, right? He we went to a nudie booth and um <laughs> he spunked on the case of the saxophone and he's realized then after wanking he's like if i had just come here first i would have saved like three thousand dollars you know um and his therapist then afterwards told him like you do that because you're anxious you know um so i would look at seeing that you're about to do it i take a breath get up from whatever the situation is go for a walk go outside walk around change shock your system Change the environment that you're in because the environment is also triggering triggering for you. Um, if it also tends to happen at a certain time of day, uh, you know. Also, I would say when you're doing the special, one, you can do it doing your bedroom, you know what I mean. Bring it, bring it all back to the bedroom. You know, put the projector on the wall and make it a big elaborate thing. You know, candles, music, uh, the movie Species. Uh, but in general, maybe just take a breath. You know. I want to hear ripping the skin off my fingies. Ripping the skin off your fingers. Okay. Okay. I see you. I think that's cool. You're cool. I like it. Okay. Ripping the skin off your kind of like cuticles, like when you're peeling your cuticles. And then you got like a, kind of scabby hands and you put your hand in a someone's like, "Oh, do you want, a, do you want one do want my salt and vinegar discos and you put your hand in there." And you're Like, ah! you know. I feel you. I feel you. Um this is what I think you should do. I think you should make um Get a mannequin, okay, um, and get a candle-making set, right? Get a mannequin's hand and a candle-making set. And have you ever seen those videos where someone, like, dips their hand in wax, like, 100 times? Do that with a mannequin hand, okay? Or do you know what? On the go, right? Get a mannequin's finger, okay? Dip it in 100 hundred times in wax so it has 100 layers that have dried. Okay, and see like that. Okay, I'm I'm, for people who aren't watching the video. I'm kind of poking down like that, right? Then attach like put a little screw in the bottom of the mannequin's finger. Attach a keyring to it. Keep it on your keys. Whenever you feel the urge to pick at your finger, take out this wax finger and peel off another layer. Okay, peel off another layer of that. And what you should also do then is get a manicure. Right, French tip, uh, shellac. Right, and look at your hands and be like, they're fucking stunning hands. And you know what? The best way I found that if you can't quite get to self love, right, because you should love your hands, okay, love your hands, and they're your fucking hands. Do you know the first time I smoked weed, I just kept looking at my hands thinking, This is fucking amazing. I love my hands, right? And this is for nail biters as well. Nail biters were also onto me about this, all right. Um, I'll maybe think of something else you could chew on with your nail. But love your hands, okay? And if you can't quite get to self-love, this is what I've found. If you can't quite get to self-love, look down on other people, right? Try and look for people, other people's stupid hands. Look at Donald Trump's hands and laugh at them, right? Look at a pig with a little three little hooves, right? Three little toe hooves, or is it two? I think it's two and a little back one, right? And laugh at them. I think you would love to be picking up those truffles. But you can't because you're stupid fucking hands. Birds don't even have hands. If you can't quite get to self-love, being smug privately is a great first step. So be smug and just think of your hands of how much better they are than most people's hands. And if you include monkeys, you know what I mean? Which I do. People, Monkeys are people as well. You know, 9 billion people, 8 billion people in the world, right? Maybe that's, you know, 20 billion with all the things that have hands. Your hands are in the top 2 billion of those, okay? So love them, respect them, okay. And if it's really compulsive, just put little mittens on, you know, or like put them in like you know those things that rich r- Russian women have, those little hand hand warmers. Keep them in there, you know. So a couple of things you can do there: peel your little wax lad, right. But also just love your hands, and if you can't quite love them, uh, be smug about them. Now, if you and nail biters, right, um, don't wash your hands. Don't wash your hands ever, ever, okay. If it's valuable to you, you'll do it. Don't wash your hands. And then try and remember all the things that you touch. Everything's very dirty. Everything's very dirty. How What was the last time you, you did a proper antiseptic wipe on your phone? Right? That's dirtier than your hands. Right? Everything's very dirty. Okay? Including your hands. And if you go through a couple of days without washing your hands, even when you're showering, do it with your elbows. Right? Wash your hair with your elbows. Because as soon as they start getting piggity, you know, you would be like, I can't put, put that shit in my mouth. You know, so go without washing your hands for two months. OK, I know this is crazy, but just don't wash them for two months and let everything accrue, you know, and do activities with your hands. You know, play with Mala, play with kinetic sand, you know, uh, do all these things Um, and never wash your hands. And we'll see. We'll see if it's, we'll see if you keep buying. OK, alternatively. If. Maybe just eat pistachios, it's kind of like biting your nails. Eat a big bowl of pistachios all the time. If ever you want to bite your nails, go into the go into the, uh, the cupboard and get a big bowl of pistachios. Um, there you go. All right, next here. Um, extreme procrastination. Extreme. <clears throat> a lot of people saying procrastination. Okay. What I have come to realize is. Procrastination is a weird one, right? Because, it, you know, you can view it as like a thing, Right. That you procrastinate. But it kind of isn't really a thing, right? It's essentially just there are so many different reasons for why you might not want to do something, okay? And viewing them all under the procrastination banner or worse, considering yourself a procrastinator. And God, you're not a procrastinator. No one's a procrastinator, okay? There are loads of different reasons why you wouldn't want to do something, right? It could be that you it's an essay in something you learned in college that you weren't fucking arsed even listening to and you've wrote an essay about it, how would you be motivated to do that, right? But the real kicker though is the one, is the time when like you find yourself quote unquote procrastinating something that you really want to do, right? Say if it is like, you know, uh, you're a graphic designer and someone messages you and they're like, Hey, can you do my album art? And you really want to do it but for some reason, you can't find yourself starting, right? That's also just chalked down to experience. You have not yet accrued the hours of experience for that to come easy for you to start, right? And usually the best thing to do is just start and get it wrong and to do it shit, you know? So if you're looking to like, oh, look, I'm just gonna do it shit first, right? So just, it'll be shit first, is a good way of just starting, right? And then you just can come back and look at the shit work that you did and be like, this fucking mug. Didn't know what he was doing. That's the best thing. That's a part of your brain that really, you know, powers up. Where you have to actually go back and look at something and being like, this guy had no fucking clue what he was doing, you know? That seems easy to be, you know, smug about your old work, right? But anyway, people, the worst thing is for people to view themselves as procrastinators because there's no such thing. There's so many different reasons why you might not want to do something. Usually the main reason is that it is just not the most valuable thing to you in that moment to do. It might be having a wank. <laughs> it might be going on YouTube because that is the most valuable thing to you at that time because you're kind of trying to feed this internal you know you know emotive receptor to feel comfort right but if you just take a second and look at yourself like you'd look at your stunning hands and look at yourself like you are a fucking graphic designer you know so what does a graphic designer do you know they just start doing it you know what i mean the it's harder to, it's harder to see the long game and the more you do it the less you will see it as procrastination, you know? But the worst thing you could do is view yourself as a procrastinator. You're not a procrastinator and you're not lazy. I am sure there are things that you would, re- if there was tickets for like a gig you really wanted to get, you would figure out a way of getting those tickets. You know what I mean? Or whatever, if there's something that you buy, it's a Funko Pop that you're into watching or getting, whatever, why do I say watching? If there's a Funko Pop that's like a collector's item or whatever it is, the thing that you really like, whether it's YouTube, if there's a new YouTube thing that pops up, uh, that you subscribe to you'll find a way of getting to see that as quick as possible you know what I mean so if there's something you're meant to be doing that you're not doing try and find an easier way of presenting it to you try and find an easier way of getting started with it maybe the environment that you're in is the environment where normally you would be watching YouTube and procrastinating right so maybe go to a different environment if you have to do that task respect the fact that that you need to maybe go in there with some fucking sage and sage that place right and uh, uh, you know, detox that place. Maybe you have to go into like a, a library and do the thing that you have to do. You know, go to a different area, a different place to do the task. To do something you've never done before, you have to do something you've never done before. <laughs> is, that, is that what I'm saying? To get to get something you've to get something you don't have, you have to do something you've never done before. Is that what, is that the quote? Yeah, to achieve goals you've never achieved before, you have to start doing things you've never done before. Right? So. You might have to go to somewhere you've not been, you know, they have to just, yeah, there has to be a bit of a change, right? If you've, you're not going to do it lying in bed, you know what I mean? And make it as easy and palatable. If there's distractions, try cut them out. Easy to say, you know, limit YouTube on browser, you know, um, maybe even allocate YouTube time in your lunch break of when you're going to look at a YouTube video, um, You know, and then also when you actually get to the place to do the thing. If it's procrastinating, like you need to do it. This was a great procrastination tool. And I don't believe procrastination exists because it doesn't. But this was in the power of habit. Um, No, it was in atomic habits. Is like if it's the gym, uh, leave your clothes out to go for the gym. packed in the gym bag at the door ahead of time. If it's eaten well, do overnight oats. Have it there ready for you in the morning. You know, Um, things that you can do if. If the actual getting started part is hard, try and find ways for you to jump in in the middle, prepare enough so you can just jump in the middle. And if it's having to write something, just go to the library, get a little Pomodoro timer, right? And then just set it to 20 minutes. Don't look at that now. It's 20 minutes. Only work for 20 minutes, you know? And actually the biggest, see, this is the really annoying thing about getting shit done, right? is when you actually do work for 20 minutes uninterrupted, you will actually realize you've done more in the 20 minutes than you've done in your entire day. And that's a scary prospect. Because the reality of that is that you've actually been DOSing the whole time, which is fine. But if you only do three 20-minute stints, that actually might be more than a day and a half's work, right? For if for whatever task it might be. And that's scary to realize because you're like, oh my God, if, I, if that is the case, then I really have been Dossin'. But it's fine. Everyone Dosses. Everyone's fucking taking the piss, you know? So, bit of an all-over-the-place answer there. But do not... You are not lazy, and you are not a procrastinator. Here's another one. Whenever I play video games, I chew my tongue. Mostly if it's a boss fight or a difficult enemy. I'm sure Elden Ring is wearing your tongue out like it's a dishwashing young one at a Gale Talk. I'd say your tongue is in bits if you're playing Elden Ring, right? Here's what you do. Here's what you do, right? Again, it's all about taking it, empowering yourself with it. This is what you do, right? You're a gamer, and you're a fucking good gamer, right? but you want to be protecting that tongue. So this is what you do. When you're going into this, get the kind of idea that you're going to a boss battle. You're going into the fucking zone for these boss battles, right? You're chewing your tongue. Get a custom mouth guard online. Go on Etsy, see if you can get it, right? And put like your, your gamer tag on it, right? King cunt or whatever it is, right? Something legendary like that. You know, savage, right? And when you're about to go into a boss fight, take that mouth guard out and put it in and it'll be a mindset change that you're actually going into battle, proper battle, right? You might even find yourself to be a better gamer, right? And you're protecting that little tongue, all right? You're chewing on a thing, right? You're not going to be chewing your tongue that way, and you can bite hard into that milk guard while also looking like a fucking savage with your gamer tag on it. I think that's a really good idea. <laughs> I'm a big, big fan of that. Um, A lot of people vaping quite a lot, hard on the vapes, vaping while on the sauce, vaping while on the sauce is a hard one i've not been able to figure it out right and for some reason terry's got a, terry's got a, terry's got a thing with smoking anyway she doesn't really like me smoking and she doesn't really like me vaping you know um i've i've not gotten into the vape thing and i know i just know right so that was that was a, that was an example of when i could have turned left out of the grannies to not go to mcdonald's i just turned left on the vape trend, because I know Jesus Christ, you're sucking on a fucking watermelon. How amazing is that? Um, look, it is tough, and I haven't figured out a way of doing it. You know, I'm I'm desperate for facts sometimes on the pints. Only with though, when I'm around people who also smoke. So if you're if you're if it's possible, do you know anyone else who wants to get off it? Because if you can get in a little crew there and get it all get off of it together, that could be it. That could be handy, or. Agree to get off it with the other people because I only, I only find a vape or I, I smoke when other people are smoking, right? So to treat yourself with your other vaping pals, right? Uh, go to like a hookah bar. And like make, make a night of it. Make a night going on the hookah. And then like, don't bring the vape. Know that you're going there to get on the hookah, right? And, you know, do it in the kind of old-fashioned way, you know, without batteries, you know? And do it with a pal. Um... Or of a vape, man. Just do whatever you fucking one as well. Um, okay, I'll do two more. Um, spiraling first thing in the morning. Okay, look, that's tough. That's tough. Here's a little tip for you, right? Don't make any decisions in bed. Do not make any decisions in bed, right? Don't make any decision about what your day is going to be while you're in the bed. So while you're in the bed, do bed stuff. Only stuff that's going on in the bed, do bed stuff, huh? Um, don't plan on whether you're going to call in sick. Don't plan on whether, of what your mood actually is, right? Bed's a fuck. You want to talk liars. Literally. That's why you lie down in the bed because you're lying to yourself, right? The bed is the biggest liar. It must be something about having to lay uh, horizontal for a while. All the blood isn't in your head yet, right? So you can't trust the things that your bed head is saying. So you have to get upright and away from the bed before you can make any decision about even what mood you're in. Or even if you are smiling, you got to get up and get out of bed, right? After that, that's outside my wheelhouse. Now, to be perfectly honest, you know, I don't know the whole, the whole caliber or the whole scope of your spiraling, you know, or what that entirely means. Um, but know that the voice is like a loser, like that person. If you can try and, I mean, this is again, this is Brezzy's thing. Is this a voice that's telling you? Like, try and just find the thing that's telling you this thing, right? And just objectively listen to it, right? And don't... His is Jeffrey. Mine is Gary, all right? And actually find the voice that is telling you that you're not good or whatever, that you're you're in a rut or is comparing to everyone else or whatever it might be telling you, right? And picture that voice, right? Uh, As like a... they're not talking directly in your ear because they can sound very loud. Try and just listen to the voice, but identify the voice as if like they're in a cinema and they're talking and they're not supposed to be talking. That you're there on the screen and you're actually watching the movie. And what the movie is, is, is you just getting up doing your stuff, is eating your breakfast, getting dressed, getting ready for work and going out. And they're just a small voice watching this movie. And then picture all the other people looking at that voice, being like, shut the fuck up over there. You know? And like in isolation. Do you know what I mean? Everyone else is having a good time. Everyone else is watching your show. Everyone else is just watching you have breakfast. Everyone actually thinks that's a fucking great breakfast that you made. Everyone else thinks fair fucks you for getting out of bed. Everyone else in your head is saying to you, look at you getting ready. But they're actually just sitting there quietly watching the flick. All right? This one's just piping up. So just think about this person as, and just let them talk, right? Because it's not going to ruin. People love this flick right? And one person piping up is not going to ruin the flick for the rest of them. And eventually when they realize that no one else is actually enjoy enjoying them heckle this movie because it's a movie. And there's heckling this movie. It's like that time I saw someone throw a chair at a screener of uh, Lord of the Rings the Two Towers because they didn't like Gollum planning to kill the hobbits. They fucked a chair at the screen, right? He was looking for a reaction. This guy's looking for a reaction or girl, okay? So you're there in the cinema, everyone else is just watching the flick, just trying to ignore this guy, but they can hear him, right? And then getting on with it, but just focus on the flick, right? The breakfast. They think you look great. You look in the mirror, they think you look stunning. They're watching this with their mouth like, wow. And this fella's just having fucking whatever. He'll he'll eventually pipe down or security will take him out. But just let him sit there, right? So that's what you can do if you're spiraling out of control. Jesus Christ, if you're actually spiraling, get onto someone. But look, thanks very much for listening. Hopefully a habit, habit, habit breaker broken your habits. And thank God I've been able to live vicariously through you. I'm going to go back to, you know, fucking not being able to even find a sock now. And uh, getting sick on my legs. Thank you for listening. Big thanks to Now, the sponsor. And also, if you like the pod, you want to support the pod, do so over on patreon.com forward slash Tony Campbell where you can get an extra episode every single week. I recently reviewed the first two episodes of MILF Manor There. Uh, you know, I know people like my "Love Is Blind" commentary, and when I reviewed uh, those dating shows. But well, I did this one Milf Manor over on um, over on the Patreon, so you can check that out. I had a lot of fun watching it. There's also videos every single week like this. Uh, well, when I can. They're mostly most of the time they're videos, so uh, you can watch them over on the Patreon. And also, whenever I put up any gigs, which I will be announcing, hopefully a few, including a few Eurovision ones. Early bird gets the worm, and early birds get the tickets on the Patreon over there as well. So well, thanks very much for listening. All the best. Bye-bye.